Hello everyone, this is The Sports Show. I am your host, Hank Corsair. Hope you're having a great day with you right now. You're in the good old USA. Here's your lineup for today's show. What I know about the betting accusations of Evander Kane, uh, the New York Giants practice ends in a fight, and the Big 12 and Pac-12 met today to discuss a strategic partnership. So Evander Kane, his wife came out and said that he was betting on hockey and also compromised games for gambling. Um, and as you all know, that is against the rules in any sport, and it will very likely cost him his career if he's guilty of it. So here's what I know so far. Um, his wife, whose name is Anna Kane, sent out an, an Instagram post saying that he bet on the San, San Jose Sharks games, quote, with bookies, um, and also threw the games for gambling. She also made a claim that he was addicted to gambling, uh, which caused problems in their relationship. But Kane would respond to this on Twitter saying that he never uh, placed bets on hockey games, more specifically Sharks games, and he's never thrown a game. Um, Evander Kane does, does have a long history with gambling. Uh, he openly gambled at casinos in Las Vegas. Back in, back in April of 2019, he was unable to pay a $500,000 casino marker for, uh, from the Cosmopolitan while he was in Vegas for the Sharks playoff series with the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, the Cosmopolitan then filed a complaint seven, seven months later, which is November, excuse me, um, and the casino dropped the case in 2020. In January, he filed for Chapter 7 bankruptcy. The legal file said his claim was that because of gambling, he lost $1.5 million in a span of 12 months, which led to his bankruptcy petition. Excuse me. Um, Cap Friendly says that his lifetime earnings in the NHL are just a little bit under $56 million. He's currently three years into a $49 million contract with, with the Sharks, and he has $26 million remaining on that contract. Um, currently no players say that they've heard him talk about betting on hockey games. They, the only thing those players know is that he loves to gamble and he has gambled on sports such as football and basketball. Um, the, the NHL prohibits gambling on, on their games, um, which is posted in, in every team's locker room. Um, I'm a manager for a high school football team, uh, and we use a D2 colleges field and the locker room has posters warning about betting. I believe one of them says you bet you lose. Don't bet on it. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, I'll put the picture up, put up, put up the picture of it, excuse me. Um, but the NHLPA says that players can bet on other sports, which we know Kane did. Um, and the, the NHLPA has a player assistance program for the players to connect with counselors, including ones that focus on gambling addiction. Um, there's not enough evidence now to make a final conclusion. Um, there's no answer if Kane's wife is telling the truth or not. Um, and I don't think asking the players would tell you much because it's very likely that very likely that Evander Kane is doing this in secret. Um, all I can say is that I'll, I will report more on this when in, more information comes out. Uh, the New York Giants, uh, their practice did not end the way they hoped. Instead, it, it ended with Coach Joe Judge angrily addressing and punishing the players for a team brawl that has court that had quarterback Daniel Jones at the bottom of the pile, excuse me. Um, Judge gave his team a pretty good talking to. Um, he then had them alternate running laps and push-ups for their punishment. After that, they assembled after doing 10 minutes of penalty conditioning. Uh, this all started because tight end Evan Ingram uh, re retaliated for a late hit on running back Corey Clement. Safety Logan Ryan then came and shoved Ingram from the back. The whole team would then jump into, a, into the pile. Um, this obviously brought immediate anger to the coaches. Um, the players could only picture what was going to happen next, really. Um, Jones was helped up by offensive lineman Kenny Wiggins as Joe Judge began, began get, getting in the middle of the group. Excuse me. Um, it took the team 12 minutes of 100-yard wind sprints and also two sets of push-ups to get the message. Uh, things got better, though, for Joe Judge after practice when he went over to his family after practice and gave his daughter a birthday hug. Um, I know that fights break out in football, but this is not acceptable. 
Um, but everyone like this likes this one because of Daniel Jones, and I definitely agree with that part. Um, and the Big 12 and Pac-12. Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bowlesby and Pac-12 Commissioner George Kliakoff met today to discuss the possibility of a strategic partnership between the two conferences. Uh, the Athletic first reported the meeting. The meeting was not to discuss the possibility of an official partnership. It was to discuss options due to Oklahoma and Texas, saying that, saying that they will leave the Big 12 and move to the SEC. Uh, Bowlesby appeared before the Texas Senate today, and he brought up the possibility of the Big 12 either partnering or merging with another conference, and Kleokoff told ESPN that he wouldn't make a comment or, or rule out a scheduling alliance with another conference or expansion. Uh, Kleokoff believes that with Texas and Oklahoma leaving the Big 12, it helps the Pac-12 because they are the only conference in the Power 5 with teams located in the Mountain and Pacific time zones. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing the Big 12 and Pac-12 form a conference. The thing I want to see are four super conferences, the ACC, the Big 10, Pac-12, and ACC for four super conferences. I do plan on going live on Instagram sometime and invite fans to join and discuss what we think a model of four super conferences would, will look like. I think I'll do it on Thursday night, so I'll see you all there. I'm Chris Harris. This has been The Sports Show. I will see you all next time.